Today is Monday, July 19th, 2021, and it's a gift from God. So take a deep breath now and give Him thanks for life. Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your leaders and submit to them. Obedience. Just the sound of this word makes us cringe. We use this word for dogs. Dogs go to obedience school. We talk about a child who doesn't obey very well. We don't like to think of ourselves as having to obey. It seems beneath most adults. I wonder if this is why the newest version of the NIV, of which I am actually a fan, I think they get this passage wrong, though, when they translate it as have confidence in your leaders. Maybe they think this word is dead already. The older NIV, the Message, the NRSV, the NASV, and the NLT all have the word obey in them. Eugene Peterson has some insight into this word and this passage. He wrote a book titled, A Long Obedience in the Same Direction, a phrase he oddly borrows from Nietzsche. The word obedience, however, caught his attention, and it caught the attention of his editor, but in a different way. I'll let Peterson tell the story. Here I'm reading from his memoir, Pastor, where he writes, My editor didn't like the title, Obedience. He argued was a dull word, dead in the water was his phrase for it. It didn't fit the ambience of contemporary American religion. I held out. It was a protest word against the fad-chasing, self-centered individualism of American spirituality. I wrote him a letter. I know we aren't used to this. We've grown up in a culture that urges us to take charge of our own lives. We are introduced to thousands of books that we are trained to use, look up information, acquire skills, master knowledge, divert ourselves whatever, but use. Well-meaning people tell us that the Christian gospel will put us in charge of life, will bring us happiness and bounty, so we go out and buy a Bible. We adapt, edit, sift, summarize. We then use whatever seems useful and apply it in our circumstances however we see fit. We take charge of the Christian gospel, using it as a toolbox to repair our lives or as a guidebook for getting what we want or as an inspirational handbook to enliven a dull day. But we aren't smart enough to do that, nor can we be trusted to do that. The Holy Spirit is writing us into the revelation, the story of salvation. We find ourselves in the story as followers of Jesus. Jesus calls us to follow him and we obey, or we do not. This is an immense world of God's salvation that we are entering We don't know enough to use or apply anything. Our task is to obey, believingly, trustingly obey, simply obey in a long obedience. Friends, obedience, following instruction, getting in line, doing what you're told, it goes against the grain of most of us Americans, yet it's sorely needed. We must obey God. He loves us and wants what's best for us. He created us so he knows what's best for us. So why do we resist? Why do we resist his teaching? Why do we resist the teachings of those he has put in charge over us? Yet instead of accepting convicting words or challenges to change, we resist them. We call our leaders meddlers and we set out to find new churches and new leaders. Perhaps this is why most monastic orders have vows of obedience. They know that we have to vow to ourselves, promise to ourselves to stay and work things out because that's where the real change happens. Now, we don't have to take a vow to allow this to change our lives and make us less self-centered. 
Instead, let us simply heed the words of Hebrews 13, 17. Obey your leaders and submit to them. Obey your leaders and submit to them. Obey your leaders and submit to them. them.